This is episode number two of the Worship Atmosphere podcast, Time with Jesus. So glad you're here with me today. The things we're talking about in this episode literally transformed how I spend time in worship with Jesus, and I believe it's going to transform yours as well. This is powerful stuff. I hope you're, uh, hope you're buckled up because it's going to be a wild ride. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Troy King. And I know that ministry is a tremendous blessing, but it's also challenging and sometimes lonely. I'm here to tell you that you're not alone. Together, we'll explore the mindset and heart set of ministry so that you can nurture a worship atmosphere in your church where people can encounter God and worship Him freely. This is the Worship Atmosphere Podcast. All right, all right. Welcome to the Worship Atmosphere Podcast, episode number two. I'm excited to be here with you today. My name is Troy King, and uh, this is a topic that uh, it it literally transformed how I view my personal time with the Lord. Uh, sometimes having a prayer life is challenging, especially when you're involved in ministry, because there's a lot of stuff to do right? And I think a lot of ministers get caught in this trap where they are so busy doing things that actually spending time in the presence of the Lord God Almighty becomes like, well, if I, if I can squeeze it in, when it should really be the first and foremost thing, it should be at the top of your to-do list. Now, being a worship leader, I, uh, so I, I'm a worship leader, I have a family, I got three kids and an amazing wife who supports me. Um, I have a business where I design websites and do some marketing for a local business. And uh, so I have very limited time and I'm doing three song sets a week, right, for church. Uh, two services Sunday plus Wednesday. Uh, so I'm doing lyric videos. I got to do those for church when we do a new song. I put that together. I also have a Facebook Bible study group where we do, do uh, two Bible studies a week. So I have to prepare for that. And then there's, you know, when I do have time to pray, I'm praying for my family. I'm praying for my church. I'm praying for the nation. I'm praying for all the stuff that's going on. And then uh, every so often I have to clean the church as well because, um, the church has got to be cleaned by somebody and I want to give somebody else a break. So I'll take it for a week. And that there's always something to do. Maybe you're a pastor. Maybe you are a preacher or evangelist and you have sermons to study. You have the Bible to research. You have to do background information, right? If you have Logos. Uh, I just got into Logos Bible software a little while ago and there's a ton of stuff to learn. And uh, there's a ton of stuff to you know, just to, to do in there. And, um, time is, is, is short. It really is. But, you know, what I found, uh, and I, and I listened to a, a message by, um, brother Jeffers from because of the times 2007. And I'm going to reference that a bunch of times, uh, throughout this episode, because it was, it's what sort of spurred this whole thought process. And I'm going to put a link to it. I'll, I'll put it in the show notes on worshipatmosphere.com. But 
What he said was, you are so busy with the work of the Lord, you haven't spent time with the Lord of the work. I'm going to say that again so it can sink in. You're so busy with the work of the Lord, you have not spent time with the Lord of the work. Now reflect on that. Think about the last week. What have you spent your time doing, ministry-wise, or even just, you know, otherwise? What have you been doing? Have you spent much time in the presence of Jesus? Have you spent much time in your prayer closet, in your prayer room? And if so, what were you doing when you were in that prayer time? What were you talking about to God? Reflect on it. Now, where do our passions truly lie? How we spend our time is what our hearts truly desire. Is it the things of this world? Is it things of the kingdom of God? Which do we love more? Think about this. Do we love the microphone or the message? I heard uh, of a fellow who was going into ministry. He was going to seminary to be a priest. But the, the, the issue is that he didn't believe in God. He was an atheist. But he thought that being a priest was a good vocation. It was a good uh, career. How crazy is that? In this case, I, it sounds to me like he's just there for the profession. Right? When teachers go into that, that uh, when someone goes into the teaching profession, they say, well, you're not going into teaching for the money. You're, you're doing it because you love the kids, because you want to, to educate our youth. So if you're a pastor, preacher, evangelist, worship leader, whatever it is, which do you love more? Is it the microphone or the message? When you're seeking after God. Are you seeking after his blessings or are you seeking after the blesser, the one who is giving the blessings? Even, even the things of God can become a real distraction. You know, the world and the enemy will distract us with jobs and life circumstances and viruses and riots and stuff that try to pull your attention away from God. But believe it or not, the things of God can pull you away from God. Pursuit of the supernatural can become a distraction. There was a, a time, not too long ago, when I became enamored with the angelic ministry, where uh, I, I had heard a number of ministers talk about, their, oh, there's angels here, there's angels here. And I thought, well, I want to see that, right? What could possibly be wrong with wanting to see an angel or a glory cloud or something that's of a supernatural nature? Nothing wrong with that, right? Except when you're leading worship and instead of praising God, you're looking around the room for angels, right? takes your mind right off of the presence of God. Now, 
Angels are only servants of God. They do His will. They send messages, they go to war, they, they do whatever He commands. But even after, you know, even seeking after something that's of God, from God, for the benefit of His people, um, if they take your focus off of God Himself, then you have a problem. <laughs> Case in point, when I was fixated on it, and, I, I'm, not, and I'm not saying that I, I was worshiping them or something like that, nothing like that, but it was on my mind. And then a pastor brought uh, a song uh, to us, Nothing Else by Cody Carnes, and it just laid me out. Because I realized I'm not, you know, I'm being distracted from God. I, I, who I want is Jesus. That's what's in my heart. I want a relationship with Jesus. Yes, I'd love to see the supernatural, but you know what? I want the presence of God first and foremost. If he's not there, nothing else matters. Nothing matters but being in the presence of God Almighty. And when you're in the presence of God, yes, you're going to see some supernatural stuff. But don't chase the blessings. Chase the blesser. Pursue God Almighty. Let Him be your focus. Let the work of the ministry take a back seat. For the one who's doing the work, Jesus, He's the one. Ministry doesn't even guarantee salvation. You could be a minister all your life, but if you don't have a relationship with Jesus, how is he really going to judge you? Well, let's look at Matthew 7.22. On judgment day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name and cast out demons in your name and performed many miracles in your name. talking about ministry, right? They've prophesied in your name. They've cast out demons in your name. That sounds like power. That sounds like authority. They're using the name of Jesus. You know, they got something. The demons are responding. They perform miracles in the name of Jesus. That sounds like ministry. But what does he say? He says, get away from me, you who break God's laws. I don't know you. I don't know you. Because they haven't spent time developing a relationship with him. If we don't spend time cultivating our personal relationship, going into that private place, into the bedroom, and I'm not trying to be X-rated, but think about it. God wants a wife, the church. We need to be intimate with him. We need to spend time loving him. Yes, we can show love by doing work, by doing ministry. But are we spending time loving him like a wife loves her husband, being loved, 
Think about it. What is your prayer time like? We've confused spending time doing the work of the Lord as time with Him. As if me sitting and doing lyric slides for church is somehow furthering my relationship with Christ. It's not. It is not. It's busy work. Is it going to be a blessing to somebody? Sure. Absolutely. But if God doesn't know me, if I don't know Him, then it's worthless. It means nothing. Brother Jeffers said this in that uh, message in uh, Because of the Times 2007. This was a conversation he was having with the Lord. And he said, quote, You're putting more emphasis on the ministry than you are in the on the relationship. And the reason I'm not letting some of your ministries work, if I did, say it the Lord, you would take it as endorsement that this is the way to do it. Let's, let's just unpack that for a moment. Sometimes our ministries do not take off the way we want. If we haven't invested in a relationship with him, if we haven't heard his voice, how are we to do it the way he wants? If we're not being led by his spirit, if we're not being, if we're not letting him have control, then we're going to think that, oh yeah, I got this in the bag. I know how to do it. So I, like I said before, the Lord speaks to me in, in, in certain ways and I've tried to test it and there's nothing wrong with testing the Lord. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that. We see plenty of evidence of that in scripture, but, uh, I tested it and I thought, okay, well, let's see if I have a response. I didn't get a response the way that I wanted. I did get a response, but it was not what I anticipated. It's not what I expected. And the, the, and I, I've tried it multiple times and the response back has been, yeah, I'm talking. Yeah, I am responding, but not the way that you want, because I, it's not my show. I'm not the one in charge. It's God. He's the one in charge. So when brother Jeffers said that little, uh, statement, it, uh, <laughs> it's, it's powerful. If you can let that get into your spirit, you know, if the ministry you're doing is not working, spend time with Jesus. Spend time worshiping him and loving him and getting to know him because maybe, maybe something needs to change. Maybe something needs to happen differently. Maybe you need to let him have control so that he can do it the way that he wants to. And we let him do it. And we let him do it. Brother Jeffers also said this, warfare is powered by the love affair. Bible says, we have to resist the devil and he will flee. Now, resistance requires strength. We can't resist it for weak. Makes sense, right? We need to have strength. Where do we get our strength? The joy of the Lord. Scripture tells us the joy of the Lord is my strength. Where do we find joy? 
not in the things of this world. We find joy in the presence of God Almighty. In his presence is fullness of joy. I can't tell you how many times I have agonized, I have poured sweat and tears into a worship service preparing and just to have the service fall flat, nothing happens. God doesn't even show up. I've seen it time and time again, and it's heart-wrenching. It's agonizing. It's brutalizing. Let me tell you how many times my heart has been grieved because I've seen people unblessed and unministered to at church. It's not worth the effort if God's not going to be there. Right? But when God shows up, oh man, oh boy, let me tell you, there is an electricity, there is a power, there is a spirit that is like nothing else. And I will work all night as hard as I have to. I will do whatever it takes. If God's going to show up, it's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it to be in his presence. So, um, I encourage you. I'm going to put this message by Brother Jeffers. Uh, it's called Condemnation Interferes with Intimacy. And I would recommend you listen to it several times because there is... <laughs> <laughs> there is so much to unpack on that message. It is, it is a blessing. It is a blessing. Um, but I, I would encourage you, think about the time you're spending doing ministry versus your time with, with God. And when you are spending time with God, what does it look like? Are you, are you really spending time with him, loving him? getting to know him, letting him have control of your life. Because he has all the answers, friend. You know this. He has all the answers. And he is, uh, you are in his hands. So, I really encourage you to watch that message and just reflect on what are you spending your time doing? Are you letting God have control? And uh, you will see change. You will see change, I promise you. Because I experienced it myself. I wouldn't be doing, I wouldn't say all this stuff if I didn't believe it. It'll change your life. It'll change your ministry. I promise you. All right, so uh, thank you so much for watching, for listening. Uh, if you found this helpful, please share it with a friend. Share it with someone in ministry that you think could really just use some encouragement or they're starting out. Uh, you can subscribe on YouTube. You can subscribe over on worshipatmosphere.com through iTunes or the RSS feed. And uh, if you're on YouTube, please leave me a like. And uh, just thanks for watching. God bless. See you next time.